What happened to the United States for America? No, really, I'm about to show you. Hi everyone, I'm Larry Kortkamp. And I'm Susan Hamilton. We're going to start today with a uh, story about Burisma. Burisma audio tapes uh, that are certainly in the news everywhere today. They're being released and there's many of them. But what these tapes are, Burisma was one of the companies that was involved in this whole Hunter Biden, Biden crime family routine where they are accepting money from a lot of different foreign players, countries, and then dispersing it amongst the different members of the Biden family, plus others that were in there. And apparently some of the people that were being involved in this on other ends, including the Ukrainian president and some of the other people, weren't too satisfied that the Bidens weren't going to be watching out for them. So they taped these conversations. So now we're having tapes that are being released that shows the current now President Biden on tape talking to officials, talking about the crimes that they're committing. This is on tape. Everybody's had it. We now find out that the FBI had these tapes as early as 2017 in January. So this is as President Trump is taking the office. In fact, now we know that the first impeachment trial of President Trump was because he called the Ukrainian president, which was well documented. That's why he was in trouble, because he called the president and said, I think we need to look into this thing about the Bidens. There may be some crime afoot. And they impeached him for that, for trying to involve himself in another country. Of course, now flash forward to 2023. We all know that this is history. This wasn't a, some sort of a, a fictitious thing that somebody imagined. And that the FBI is deadly right in the middle of it. And I don't know as a, as a United States citizen what to think about it. I'm really conflicted. I don't think we have a, a system of government that's fair in this country. Well, anymore. first of all... You know I love you, and I'm going to tell you that if you are a United States citizen, you've al you're, you, you're already in trouble. But what you need to remember that you are and never forget is that you are an American. And those are two very different things. And this is an interesting time, folks, because we're going to walk through exactly how these criminals could be running the United States of America. Oh, wait a minute. Does that exist? Uh, this little question took me on quite a journey, and I'll tell you, uh, it started when I watched an interview where Lara Logan was talking about uh, the way that these jobs are getting done inside the government, which got my attention because, as you know, we have a lot of respect for her. She really knows how to bring the research. She's a real journalist. Yes, she, she digs is. for the truth, not for a, a narrative or a story. Mm -hmm. She actually is trying to figure out what's happening. Like, so, what's going on? And yeah. through, that, through that, I started looking through the websites, and I noticed something so bizarre, I had to share it with our audience, and I had to bring it to everyone's attention, uh, because it's interesting. So what the first thing that I did was I went into uh, USA.gov, and I just thought to myself, as I looked at USA.gov, I don't see the word America anywhere. And as I look through USA.gov, which is an official website of what? The United States government. Well, that's not the United States of America. Where's the word America? And doesn't it strike you odd that we just had President Trudeau, Biden, and the president of Mexico all meet and sign that DNR treaty that had to do with, really, no borders. So we are screaming as Americans, Help us at the border, the south border, the north border. They're both a mess. 
And these guys really don't want the border. Care. What if the plan They're is not to not interested have in the border a border at all? And interesting how you yeah. know, our earlier episode we talked about how the United Nations is actually running right there in your city and in your backyard. In this episode, we're going to walk through a little bit about how our government's really being operated today. And I think it's important to recognize that we are Americans, guys. We are Americans, and more than that. The way under our Constitution, which I just urge everybody to make sure you keep one of these in your pocket. They're pretty thin. Put it in your purse, run around with it, and know it and understand it. Because this clearly says that we are a union of several states, and we the people are, govern that, but we are so much like a union. So right now we can understand union because we think about European Union. They are a bunch of countries that came together. Even more simplistic right? for, for people, Susan, you talk about it a lot. Yeah. A sovereign state. Yes. And what is the description of a sovereign state? So Texas. Right. Texas is a sovereign state. Really, in the world, we have as much individual power and authority over our own resources and destiny as Italy does. Any other country that's in there in the country. We are a sovereign nation unto ourselves in, in texas in texas in texas and so florida operates that way yep. texas operates that way and one of the things that we'd really been noticing for instance um when we met the, those people that are about to be, go be going to court uh jalice and mark middleton the j6 from couple. j6 and I'm asking one couple of now how many almost a thousand people to be uh go to lettersfromprison.us go to americangulagchronicles.org and understand what's actually happening in this space, because they happen to exist in this place called D.C. And a strange thing happened in the United States of America when the District of Columbia was incorporated. And it, it actually was. It was incorporated. And at that point, there was an overlay in our nation that really changed how all of us work. And it turned things from this, this law, which is... God gave us rights. See, that's what's in here. That's that part. God gave us rights in the protection of, the, of our Constitution. It protects the, the rights that God gave us. Uh, and that it just, all of a sudden, now, wait a minute, we are citizens that work for the corporate. We are corporate citizens. And you will find that that's exactly how you're referred to throughout the government documents. You are referred to corporate citizen, federal citizen, citizens. And, and that word because of our uh, educational system, starting in, in 1903, when the Rockefellers took that over, that was a big part of the education. Because He wasn't interested in having a nation of thinkers. It wasn't about education. Right? It was about, it about having a nation of, of workers. workers. Yeah. And that's pretty clear. And so this is one of those and ways. He didn't that hide that, happened. by the way. No, he he came out and said it, and everybody applauded, and that's what he wanted, his workers. Yeah. He was creating manufacturing plants. He needed, he needed mm -hmm. bolt turners and nut placers and all these other things that had to do with a manufacturing plant, and he needed workers to do it. What's so important to understand about that is our city count right there in your, the school district in your community is creates something called a graduate profile because it's a product that they're turning out to the city, and they want to make sure that these kids are taught according to the sustainable development goals because that's, of course, what they're going to need for the future because the only jobs they can see for the future are these corporate jobs. They don't intend for these smaller businesses to ever be something that works. As we talked about in our earlier episode when we talked about ICLEI and how the local governments are being run, that circular idea of the way your city runs doesn't really make for good commerce, folks. 
it keeps things pretty local and makes it very difficult and very expensive for small mom and pop shops which is 50% of our nation's GDP today, to actually work. Well, what Say happens that again. The I don't think it? people realize yeah. that. 50% 50%. of the nation's GDP is created by small business owners. Mm-hmm. Of nine employees of or less. Of nine employees or less. So when you see all these programs that roll out, and they're all designed for the large tech companies, Apple and Google, and they, we talk about how many jobs, they supply 100,000 jobs. Well, great, but we've got... 50 some million of us that are that are employed by small business owners scattered throughout this country that are the backbone for the United States. They are the ones that actually make things work for us. And by the way, they are dismissed at every turn. But we just dismissed them because we are the United States of America. (laughs) All right. Let's get this in our heads. We have been this is not merely an abbreviation. When you look at this USA.gov site, it says about the U.S. and its government. Are you kidding me? This is the language that we're going to associate with. On the top, it says it's an official website of the United States government. That might sound a lot like the United States of America, but it doesn't say it anywhere. Where's America? I see nothing here. And the very first thing on it, how do I? Well, how do I file a federal tax return? Right. Uh, Get or renew a passport, which is interesting. You probably need to get one of those. I'll show you why in in subsequent uh, subsequent studies. But as we look at this, so um, I I was very disturbed that we are um, the USA.gov. So I went into a little bit further. What is about about its people? I'm looking at the about page. Um, The most popular on the about USA.gov site by the way, it doesn't say about, if it was just an abbreviation, wouldn't it say about the United States of America government website? It doesn't say that. It says about USA.gov, uh, which is totally different. What the heck is it? Uh, most popular is the USA.gov's privacy and security policies and how to ask for government questions. As I look through all of these pieces, Larry, where's America? Where the freaking hell is America? As is, as is in many of these things, they, they change it very quickly from one thing to the baseline that everything else is drawn from. So initially, this is the website of the United States, and it says that right up at the top, right? It says an official and an official website of the United States government. But it doesn't even say of America there. It doesn't even say the United States of America or the government that operates or runs the United States, because they're already setting the, setting the baseline for you to understand that everything is about the United States government. It's about the federal government. Everything that happens in the world, everything that happens in you is done by the federal government. You just had a short history lesson for everybody. We were talking about sovereign states. Mm-hmm. Which came first, the states or the federal government? Exactly. Who created who? We, the people, created the states. The sovereign states got together and said, we are managing our lives. But as a group, we will allow you to manage this and this. They were very specific on which things they were going to allow the federal government to manage for us. That's right. So what it says is that you you can't come near me. You cannot touch me my business, my family, my person, my property. It it tells us you can come this far and no farther. This is where we draw the line because we, the people, decide. And as a matter of fact, if it comes against my constitutional rights, I can nullify this. And we are not right-wing nutjobs. That's the Constitution. That's what the thing says. All you have to do is read it. It's not very long. 
It's not very long. You can actually read it. And it says it. It there. protects your right to a legal from a legal right legal search and seizure, and we can tell right now that's not. Be well, if you look around and you say, "Wow, there's not one aspect of this Constitution being followed," and then you look at the website and realize there's none of our language in it at all, and you start going, "Okay, what has actually happened here?" and should we be concerned? And I would say absolutely, because when I show you what just happened to my screen, I'm really grateful that the. That things <laughs> Let me tell you something. I just made. I showed everybody through this clip that the, the corporation of the United States is absolutely on the DNB website. Uh, you can see through this image the clear path. Today I click on that link and it's gibberish. It has yeah, just been you taken. You can't find it. You, right there. You can through that link. And I took the picture and, it's, and these guys are going to show I've it actually to you tried it. I've actually tried it through never several Came machines down. here in the office. It's mm -hmm. no longer available. It's, it's no longer available. And in fact, I've just logged into D&B mm -hmm. and tried to find it. You can't find it that way. you can't find it you got to do so, a search. Yeah. And I'll show you. You go yeah. through. Uh, you can do a Google search on yeah. the exact same. But the file path name. And you'll see it in this graphic. The file path. And I will have that in the description box of our OBBM Network Weekly News uh, channel where you can see it because it is a corporation but it's calling it's doing business as the US government and it's time that we start paying attention to the fact that they are not operating according to constitutional law they're operating according to UCC law they're operating according to corporate law that's very different that means they're not creating laws they're creating regulations they're creating a very different framework and now what we consider law enforcement is actually policy enforcement we're not looking at the things that really matter to us. That's why right. things that don't make sense are happening around us. They're not operating under the Constitution. The little book said, what was the reason for the federal government? Mm -hmm. It is to protect right. the rights of the individuals. That's all its purpose was, to protect our God-given rights. And the federal government now is anything but. Now, so how do they make this happen? So one of the things that was interesting that Lara Logan pointed out was, okay, and the USA.jobs, here's the hiring paths. Um, they are open to the public, and I want to help you understand something. Open, uh, according to this, this graphic that you're seeing, open to the public, there's, to the U.S. citizens that can have this job. So U.S. citizens can have this job, which you're probably inadvertently calling yourself all the time. But so can nationals and those who owe allegiance to the U.S. So this is, that's an interesting language that they're using. That's what, what public is considered. And if you realize that according to what, what we're finding here, um, you are a national of your state. I can prove that in just a minute. You're a national of your state. That's who you are. And we have to start recognizing that because you, just like baptism, this is self-determination. You have to decide what you are. You have to make those decisions and, and make sure you step out on it. But there's these unique qualifying uh, jobs, right? So let's go back into the um, help center unique hiring paths. Let me show you that. Okay, I did that. Did that, did that. Now, these jobs that Lara Logan was talking about are called senior executive service. The senior executive service has some interesting language here. Um, they are uh, the leaders of our federal civilian workforce. Senior executives strive each day to create a more citizen-centered, result-oriented federal government. Um, they are governed by one distinct personnel system in which the same executive qualifications are required for, for all the members. But as you go, kind of dig into this a little bit deeper. Um, Before you go on with that, the senior yeah. executive service it was established by the Civil Service Reform Act. It went into effect in 1979. But the reason for that was because of the Watergate break-in. Because of the way the Watergate break-in was handled, they dismantled 
the existing similar civil service organization, and they needed to make something that was more specific to certain issues. And those of you who are not old enough to understand what Watergate was, in today's language, somebody got a paper cut and a president was impeached by it because it was just a, it was a political group of one political party that was trying to get some information on the other one, but the entire world came to a standstill because of that. In today's environment of, of nasty things that occur, that thing was like a first grader staying home from school. It was so <laughs> mundane. It was so banal and bland to see such an impact that made on the world today, in retrospect, is, is scary. And to see how that has been warped in today's values is, is ridiculous. But that's how this whole thing came into being. And it was a better way for those in control to be in more control. So when you look at what these guys are paid at that level yeah. uh, at federalpay.org, um, you can see the, the rates of, of what they're making. I mean, these are not small jobs. It also lists what types of jobs they are. So who, who gets paid at the ES level one? And you're looking at ES level one in 2023 being $235 and six, $235,600. Um, but you're looking at, and trust me, these are the beginning figures because all of these positions have a whole lot of other handshaking, glad handing, and financial benefit benefits to being there. And I will tell you also, they are not constitutional. We've talked about this, the Secretary of State. Well, what is the Secretary of State? Can you find it in here? Show me. Show me where that is. Uh, you, you can't find it in there. Secretary of State, Secretary of Defense, Secretary of the Interior. What are these positions that are Secretary of? Secretary of Commerce, Secretary of Health and Human Services. Well, that, isn't that a, an inspirational position? But we've learned that even those roles are ornamental because yes. then they have a sub-level of executives underneath that mm -hmm. that are actually doing the moving and shaking. Which are the people that we just talked about, the senior yeah. executive service exactly. that are the ones working. So here's yeah. that. That's very interesting because at this level, they are working on the corporate side of what our nation needs to be. That it, it is working to create the global environment. Yeah. It's, it, it's, that's the whole point of these services. It's not to serve us. But you know, it Susan, is to if serve you've ever, the global environment. If you've ever spent any time in Washington, D.C., which I've had the misfortune to do, if you walk through those halls and, and really meet the people there, most of them are not, they are not aware. We had talked in an earlier uh, broadcast about the fact that they release a 4,000 page bill. They give it to them at midnight or whatever the day before, right. and they're voting on it the next day. They're not reading it. They have no idea. These people that are there that we watch on TV, the senators and the congressmen, they have such a a distracted view of everything because they really aren't involved in any of the real workings that are going on in there. They literally are just an actor doing a job. The few of them that do wow, actually, that's the, truth. the few of them that actually do the Rand Pauls of the yeah. world or the, uh, the other ones that are really making some valid arguments, they're the ones that are actually reading the bills or reading the fine print. And anybody that reads through there can see it in an instant because it really doesn't take a smart individual but it does take time and you have to apply yourself. So when you walk through the halls and you go into somebody's office and you say, I want to talk to Senator so-and-so, the people that you talk to are interns. That's who you talk to. They're all college interns. They're Reporting like, to the They're SES. like 22 and 23 years old. They have no idea what life yeah. is. They're just on vacation from the frat house for the weekend. They don't know what a mortgage is. They don't know how to make a bill. They've never worked a job in their life. They don't know real problems or real strifes. They're all just interns and they should be, but they shouldn't be running the country. 
Problem is, those are the people that are advising the people that are actually then going out on the floor and voting. And if it's not those people, they're gaining their information from this group of individuals right here who are, in, a, in essence, government-paid lobbyists for whoever group they're representing. And by the way, this, this information is on the Department of Labor website. I the mean, sad so, thing today yeah. is they don't hide anything. No, they, they don't. don't have it's right to. in front of you. They can write but it right here in I front of you say, and nobody will ever read look, it. Look, even if you look at the, the DOL.gov website, there is no America. Where is the United States for America, which is the first constitution and the one that we are protected under? Uh, where is it? It's not anywhere on the U.S. Department of Labor website. The language isn't there. It has been erased. And folks, when you look at uh, North Korea, when you look at China, and you look at how these countries, the first thing they did was change language. Language is important. They took the word profit out because the idea that you would make a profit, of course, is, is selfish and ridiculous. And if you train the, the next generation, because that's what you do, you start training the children first. You're starting to get a pattern here. You start training the children first, and you train them in this, in, this in this manner where they never even think about the idea, what, make a profit? That can't be right, those dirty corporate, you know, making this profit. Well, for crying out loud, America is not on our government websites. Hello? And America, where is it? Where is America being referred to? As Americans, we're not being referred to. So we... I think this is concerning, Larry. When I look at the qualifications, I, I, was, I just wanted to go through there, the qualifications for what kinds of people that they want in this. You know, they've, uh, they formulate, a, so this is a little different. You just described somebody that I think is accurate. This is what they look like. This is what the job qualification is. They have to make, manage these five objectives. But one, and I'm just going to break through a few of them. They formulate objectives and priorities. They're formulating them. Objectives and priorities, implementing plans consistent with the long-term interests of the organization in a global environment. Where's America? Nothing about Americans. Um, let's see, where's the other, the other piece of this? Results-driven, business acumen. Business acumen's a pretty big deal in this spot, by the way. Lots of different things that consider... Yeah, Human capital management, technology management. They said business acumen, yes. not business experience. That's interesting. I want the people that have read about business in books. That's not the same. Well, so you here, have to but use the language. Why do you think they hate Donald Trump? Right. Because Donald Trump said every yeah. word out of his mouth was America first. America Here's first, not the, the globalist. And me. he's 70 some years old that has been in business in his entire life and actually worked the things. And when you sit down, same with Ronald Reagan, when he sat down and looked at something, they said, well, this doesn't sound right because I've lived there and that's not where it is. And that's not what happens. And it's easy to see. I want to see how, it, how long it takes to unload a ship in the harbor. Well, let's conduct a study. Let's get a committee together. Let's do that. And Ronald Reagan said, just go back to Longshoremen. They've lived there for 30 years. That's what their job is. Ask them how long it takes. No, can't do that. Why? Because there's money in the report. There's, there's money, money in the in report. This because yeah. you've got to hire one of these yeah. guys that's getting paid $200,000 a but year to put a committee together of other lobbyists come and coming. Guys, get a clue because your tax rate is up the wazoo. And you, we went to But it's paid for by the federal government, for Susan. less than that for a 3% tax hike. The federal government's paying for it. Because they, they have all that no money. That's where I bought this jacket at the federal uh -huh. government that's store. What you did, the yeah, federal in government my car store. at the federal government store. Mm -hmm. Oh, Look, wait a minute. Yeah. I feel a hand in my back pocket right now. So, oh, that's the federal government. So here's this is this is the last thing I'm going to say about this particular issue. But there's uh, the building coalitions is the fifth pillar that they need to be able, the fifth qualification. 
and it says this core qualification involves the ability to build coalition Big coalitions internally and with other federal agencies, state and local governments, nonprofit, private sector organizations, foreign governments, or international organizations to achieve common goals. Well, you're, like you said earlier, the premise is we all got common goals. Um, that we're partnering, we're building strategic strategic relationships for common goals. We are. Um, perceiving organizational and political reality and acting accordingly. We're persuading others. We're building consensus through give and take, gain cooperation from others to obtain information and accomplish goals. And I'm thinking, all of this sounds so fabulous. These are the people we want to hire. We'd want to hire them in our business. Can you do that? That would be great. But this is our government, and we haven't even talked about it being, this is the U.S. Office of Personnel Management, and I will again mention, where the hell is the word America on this website? It is not here. And I find that concerning because we have something called the uh, government style manual. And that government style manual, you can download the PDF yourself because when I, uh, by trade, I'm a copywriter. Uh, and so I understand that there is a AP style manual. We, we cite stories from the Associated Press. There's a way that you contribute stories to the Associated Press. There's the Chicago style manual. So depending on what you're writing, there are certain things that you'll need. On about page 92, you will find the, the, what is considered net, what nationals. What are nationals? And you'll recognize, now I'm not talking about page 92 of the PDF document, but look on the page, the document number 92, 92, 92 or 95, um, but they're showing it for you on the screen right now. That style manual will tell you that nationals, Texans, Nebraskans, all of our states are listed. All, not Americans. Americans are not even listed on nationals. So we have had, uh, I would say, a very warped idea of what it means to be United States of America, what it means to be we the people, and it's time to look a little bit closely and, at what's going on here and to do what we can to stop it, because this is not null and void. No one nullified this. We're not nullifying the Constitution, but you're not. It's a, it's a constitutional republic. Why? How? If you can keep it. That's right. If you can keep it. And so if they've already gone this far to really kind of erasing who we are as a nation, it's time to start thinking, okay, what do we do? Let's pay very, very close attention to this. Thank you for your time today. Today, you're not limited to traditional mainstream media that doesn't support your family, your life, your values, or your business. OBBM Network News is available Monday through Friday at 5, nine, five and 9 Central and 6 and 10 uh, Eastern on Traverse TV and available to anyone on many smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV. Connect with us on obbmdfw.locals.com. Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, rumble, like, and share wherever you're using social media. Get the audio podcast version of this show and over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network Podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to podcasts. Thank you for watching and letting your friends know about this program. And do please consider being a member of our Locals.com community at the $5, $10, or $25 level. And you can reach that through the QR code on your screen. We're 100% grassroots funded by you. We want to thank our advertisers and remind our viewers to use their products and their services.